Alrighty, there it is. Okay, welcome to our podcast. I'm Valerie Guerra. And I'm Taylor Cole. Um, and today we just wanted to talk about um, two different educational apps that we have researched about and what we like about them. So um, I guess to start with you, Taylor. So what's the name of your app? You know, how did you come about finding it? Alrighty, so my app is called Edgy. And I had come across this when I was looking at, honestly, I was just looking at some highly talked about um, new educational apps that were for younger students, more like older elementary and middle school students. And I found it and I was looking at it because it, I thought it was really similar to Perusal, which is an app that we use in college. Um, but for younger students. And basically what it is, is teachers can um, put text or reading or images and videos and uh, upload them. And the teacher can see what the students annotate and make comments on. But what's really cool is that they can see individual comments as well as areas where more than one student commented. And it's called like warm areas and basically like if like lots of people say I don't understand this I don't understand this then it'll like tell the teacher so that the teacher can like address it in class and I thought that that was cool but yeah oh that's an awesome substitution so you can just it kind of takes the formative assessment out of it I mean formative assessment is still great but it also is just a way to like assess your students without formally quizzing them on anything that's great mm -hmm. yeah and that's why I thought that it was basically um, IA and the PICRAT framework framework sorry because it's interactive and it amplifies because students can collaborate by annotating in the text and having discussions with each other but it basically just amplifies teaching because it puts something that's already existing um, as teaching material into a place online where students can comment and ask questions on their own time. Yeah, that's awesome. So did you get to read any like reviews from teachers that have used that app in the past or presently? Um, yes, actually. So um, I had looked at um, uh, actually the, um, a teacher's cast podcast um, about edgy and they were, there was two teachers and they were discussing um, how they use um, edgy and it's a positive impact on students. And then also uh, commonsense.org um, is a really good place to look for like ratings on apps. And they had rated edgy a four out of five because it's helpful to teachers so they can turn text and image into collaborative learning experiences. But they also, they also suggested, cause I was trying to look for um, what the best grades are for this. Cause I had originally thought it would be like maybe like fourth grade through like eighth grade. Cause once you hit high school you probably could use like perusal. But um, they actually suggested third grade to 12th graders to use this wow. app because just of how simple it is to run. And it was really good, so. Awesome, okay. So what grade level are you planning on going into? How could you use that in your classroom? So I'm planning, I actually was planning like third grade-ish, and I think that I would definitely use this um, just because it's really easy to um, get the students involved outside of class or even during class for like reading time to like read a text and see what their peers thought of it and just share what they thought of it. And I thought that was really cool. I also like though that it is free. Awesome. Um, yes. It's super nice. It is free, except for that you have to pay $60 a year if you want to like 
upgrade it. Um, basically, that just means that um, if you're using the free trial, then you can only have two active readings on the website for people to comment on at one time. And so if you want to have like lots of different stuff for them to look at, then you'd have to upgrade. But you usually, I don't think that necessarily be required if you're just like having like posting or reading occasionally for them to look at. But yeah, so it was really nice to look at. It was really cool. Yeah, I think that's great. Two readings a week. So do you see that more as a homework app or do you think in class it would be pretty beneficial too? Because I know um, in the classroom now it's getting more prevalent to use technology in the classroom and every student gets their own iPad or their own Chromebook, you know? Yeah, um, I feel like it would depend on the classroom and the type of technology we have in the, like the school environment. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it could honestly be used for both in class and out of class. I feel like that actually would be more helpful if I used it in class and out of class because then they would already understand how to use it and know what to do in case I have them required to do it as homework later just for like having them like post their opinions on, oh, I posted a picture about this. Um, we're learning about science and here's a little video about a science experiment. Tell me what you think of it, stuff like that. Or just like, oh, this is a little article. I'm gonna have you read it and we're gonna talk about it in class tomorrow. So have, have read it and do like one or two comments and we'll talk about it in class, but yeah. That's awesome. So how easy is it for younger kids, like if third grade, how easy is it for them to use? Was it just pretty self-explanatory and which buttons to press and how to navigate through it? So I had looked at it in a demo and I had um, looked at it and it, I think that honestly, it can be more technical if you make it more technical, but most of the buttons are very, very obvious and simple. You just you just um, click on the word or phrase that you want to talk about and just type up a little thing and hit the enter button. It's usually pretty simple. Um, they also have like a little like conversation thing on the side that you can kind of look at and see what people said, but it's usually pretty simple looking. Okay, awesome. Yeah, so what would you rate edgy personally? Um, if we were doing it like out of 10, I feel like I'd rate it like a seven out of 10 because it looks like it is pretty helpful, but I obviously haven't used the app myself and used it in a teaching environment. Um, but truthfully, um, when I get to teaching, I feel like I would use it in a teaching environment just to try and see how it goes and see how students respond to it. Cause I feel like that would be an interesting experiment to see, um, how they like it because I feel like it would be very helpful. Mm hmm. So do you know, is this a very popular um, app in the education world? Do you know if it's been out for a long time or if it's a newer app? Um, that's um, I actually don't know that, um, but I it does look fairly recent. I've never heard of it until now because mm -hmm. I've never used it in my classroom. But I think that it is getting there. I think that it's newer. And so in a few years, it will be, it's reaching popularity and people are going to start using it more. But um, yeah, I don't know how new it is actually. Yeah, because it, yeah, it definitely reminds me of Perusal. And I think that especially because Edgy 
is free and it's a little more simple to use I feel like that definitely be something that's up and coming in the education mm-hmm. world. definitely more used in public education um, because I definitely know a lot of my professors use perusal and everything but this is the first semester I've ever heard about it I hadn't heard about it my past other three semesters this was my first time ever hearing about it so yeah for sure me too those apps are definitely you know becoming more popular and more prevalent because you just don't see a lot anymore of people buying textbooks it's all digital now and it's mm-hmm. all just the access I feel like and I actually personally like that because if we're relating it to like perusal I feel like edu would be really helpful for students because they wouldn't have to take home like packets to read. They would just log on and they would see where they were at on the assignment and see how far they had worked on it and just go back in and just read the rest of it and make their own little comments and stuff and having to like try and find it in their little homework folders and stuff. Yeah, that's true. And then also I like it because so, oh, I wonder if it's like perusal in this sense. Um, because perusal will email you and it's connected to your email to tell you um, to complete your reading if you haven't completed it yet. I wonder if edgy works in the same way. Yeah, um, I don't know that either. I would actually love to know that. Um, I honestly could probably look it up right now. Yeah, I think it, I, it probably would. If it does, you, do you have to create an account to be able to use it or do you just go directly? You do it? have to create an account. Okay. So that is something that is good too, though, because then you can just sign your students up for it. But yes, it actually looks like it sends reminders. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and so students um, can sign up for it and sign up for like my class and I'll post out the little like text or whatever for the assignments and they can go and look at it and it'll like tell, tell me what students have looked at it and how long they've looked at it and, and then it'll remind them if they haven't done it yet that like I'm making it due at a certain time so that they need to go and look at it and get it done. Yeah, and then I think that's also great for parents too to be involved in this because they can also have the login information and see the readings that are assigned to their kids. Oh yeah, um, for sure. Remind their own kids about the assignments at home um, and even read along with them if students have reading problems. Um, do you, does that app actually read aloud? Um, yes. Oh, see, and that's awesome too for those who are challenged. Um, yeah, I think that's also why it's also, they were saying it's also good for like third graders because I was wanting it, I was wanting to like rate it for about like fourth grader, fifth graders who have that higher reading level, but it is for, they said it was acceptable for third graders to 12th graders because it can be for any reading level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it can definitely get students back on track if they're reading under their grade level. It can definitely Mm -hmm. be a way to induce that into them and help them improve their reading comprehension. Yeah, because they can, yeah, because they're reading it and they can make comments on things they noticed instead of like, I feel like it was hard um, growing up in high school and middle school, they would send us home with books to read. And we were supposed to annotate and make comments about what we think is going on in the story. But it's hard to do that because you'd have to get like a little sticky note and like stick it in the pages. Yeah. That on edgy, you just like, you see something you like, you're like, oh, and highlight it. I like this because, or there's something that doesn't make sense or a word that you don't understand. Then you highlight and say, what does this word mean? I don't know what this means. 
and then everyone can kind of see it and like answer each other's questions and the teacher can see it and see if students don't understand certain parts and address that. And I think that it's really helpful in that way. Yeah, it definitely increases collaboration in the classroom. Um, because I feel like it's so important in the classroom to make sure that students know they're all on the same level and that they, if they're confused about something, other students are too. You know, they're not the only one in that. But then mm -hmm. learning from each other is so important too, um, to get a chance to see your peers' opinions and their thoughts on things. So I think edgy is a great app for that because- Yeah, for sure. Cause they get to interact with each other as well as interact with like the text and the teacher too, so. Yeah, awesome. So do you know, um, so who founded this app? Yes. So there is a, teacher who started this actually. Oh, awesome. And I literally had it just pulled up right now. And now it's not pulled up. <laughs> so it actually was started by a fifth grade teacher, which is why I think that it was really made for about the higher elementary age to middle school age kids because that was about the age that he was teaching. But he was seeing that there were students who didn't love reading. And actually his name is Will Stewart and he's a fifth grade teacher, but he was seeing um, that some students were moving on in reading level and others weren't. And so he was trying to find a way to get his students excited about reading. And so he had made this app so that they could interact with PDFs and articles instead of just staring at them. And so that they could like comment on each other's things and discuss and write down their thoughts. Um, and just basically to create a environment where reading is encouraged is what it says. And I think that's so cool because there really are some students that just love reading and want to share this with other people. And some students that just don't understand the point and they don't like reading because they don't understand certain things or they don't know who to share like their opinions on it with. And I feel like he just created this because he wanted to make an environment where they could read something and discuss it instead of just reading it and keeping it to themselves. Yeah, I actually, when you were talking about that, I completely agree. Um, I thought of another class that I'm in and it's um, principles of teaching and assessment. And we are designing lesson plans right now. And we are also given a list of students that would be in our classroom. And we're supposed to base our lesson plans also off of these students' needs and accommodations in the classroom. And there was one student that uh, came to mind when you were talking about this, about some students who just enjoy reading and some students who just don't. And it was a student who was diagnosed with autism and he was very high functioning and he loved to read. And he loved to read so much that he didn't wanna participate in regular class activities or anything that didn't have to do with reading because he didn't wanna join in or anything. And he would get frustrated um, when he wasn't able to talk about what he was reading or frustrated when he wasn't able to just sit with a book in class and there were 
supposed to be doing other assignments. So I mm -hmm. feel like that would be, Edgy would be a great app for this student in the classroom because he gets to read. And then also the collaboration he has with other students where he'd normally get frustrated, it's about reading. And it's not about just listening to what they have to say actually in person. He actually just gets to read it instead, which I think is great. Yeah, no, I absolutely love that. And I love that you made that connection to that app. Yeah, I think that IG is really cool. And I think it can be used to help a lot of students. And I think that was really nice. But yeah, so your app is Draw and Tell, correct? Yes. So my app, Draw and Tell, it's actually has to do with reading, but it's a little more on the creative side. So my app, um, Draw and Tell, was founded by a uh, actually a uh, wife and husband. Um, so their names are Caroline and Michael Flexer. And they actually collaborate with, have you heard of Khan Academy? Yes, I love Khan Academy. Yes, so they collaborate with Khan Academy and um, they actually created their own company. Um, this couple created their own company called Duck Duck Moose. And so <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just run by them too as a couple. And they created this app for Khan Academy to be free. So that way they could use it and collaborate. So teachers could use it in their classrooms for free. Um, and so what it does, it's um, you're able to download the app on the app on the Apple store, the Android store, and it's available anywhere. And you can create, you can create your own PowerPoints from it if you'd like, but it's primarily based for students to be able to create their own stories and tell their own stories in their own way. So students are able to start at the first screen by clicking which background they'd like to base their story off of. If they want it to be a blank paper and they write on a blank paper, they can do that. And they can also have the option to draw pictures or use stickers or markers or stamps or anything like that or stencils to be able to add to um, create a story visually. And then after they've been able to create that story visually, they're able to start from the beginning and audio record themselves talking about their pictures and stories and basically essentially create their own books, um, which I think is amazing because I definitely think um, this would be a great app to use for younger children in understanding the way that reading and books work and especially in the sense where they're able to um, understand the role of author and illustrator and be able to become the author and illustrator and see how that works because creativity in the classroom I feel like is so important in the younger levels um, and so this app really does that which is awesome. Um, that is so interesting so it's a f completely free app that you can just download yeah and you just create your own stories on it basically. Yeah, it's very simple to use. I even, I wanted to look and because I have nieces and nephews and I, my, my oldest, well, my nephew is four and he's really, really interested in reading and everything. And he wants to learn how to read already and he's trying to. And so I thought this app was amazing. And I was telling my sister about it because um, it's so easy to use. You can use it on an iPad or a computer and you start on the first screen and it just says, create a story. And you just start with a arrow button and you just start and you create and you choose which background you want. If you want a pink one, a white one, anything like that. And then you get a whole list of stickers and stamps that you can use onto the page. 
or you can draw it yourself. Um, and students even have the opportunity to write words down on the page so they can so it can look more like a book. Mm -hmm. um, and then what I also liked about this app is you have the ability to print your books. You can print these pages off and students can keep them, which I think is nice. Um, so they can not only um, have the ability to create digitally, but then also physically have that representation of it for them. Yeah, so that's interesting. So I was gonna say something. So basically, I can tell that you're obviously very passionate about this. Yeah, it's awesome. And I actually think that that is so cool. So it would be for more younger students because they can work on their storytelling and almost um, work on understanding how books and things are made because they're making their own. Mm -hmm. So I looked at the age level. Oh, where was it? So yeah, I looked at the age level for this because I wondered, I was like, oh, well, like, would middle schoolers even like use this? Because I mean, it would, could be cool for projects for middle schoolers, you know, but um, it said the appropriate age level was four and up, but it was mainly based for K through three. Um, and so then that got me interested in wondering, like, what content standards would it fulfill, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I looked up different content standards for Idaho, and um, there were different requirements of students being able to recognize author and illustrator, and then different requirements for drawing and dictating and relating um, images to text and everything like that. So, um, and then also I really liked this other content standard that was about developing real or imagined experiences um, in text and through text and pictures. And I was like, oh, well, this app would be perfect for that because they just get to do all of it right there and develop their own story. So, I really yeah, I actually that. really like that because I feel like it reminds me when I was in elementary school, we would come back from weekends or Christmas break and stuff and our teachers would give us a piece of paper that had a little place for a picture and then it had little lines and we would write a little story about like what we did that weekend and draw a picture about it or like write a little story about what I got for Christmas and then draw a little picture about it and I feel like what they did is they just took that and put it onto a technology platform where they can do more and just do it on a computer instead of doing it on a piece of paper. Yeah, and I feel like, um, I remember doing that too in elementary mm -hmm. school um, and I loved that. And like my mom still has those drawings that I created from so they're long. They're in my mom's scrapbook. <laughs> exactly, yeah, they're still there. But I feel like um, today's children and today's kids, like when I babysit, you know, the children that I babysit, they just want to be on my phone. What games do you have? That's what they ask me. What games do you have? What things do you have? And so I just feel like this is so great because kids are so fascinated with technology and playing on an iPad and being able to watch a video or something and touch it and play with it. So I feel like this is so great. Um, and it helps them not only, not only is it like entertaining for them, but they're actually learning when they're doing it, which I yeah. Really because they're already wanting to be on the iPad and the computer, especially at younger and younger ages now, that we might as well let them, but give them something educational to look at and like give them something creative so that they can do that on a 
technology platform, something that we did on a paper platform, but it still does the same thing. It still is learning. Yeah. And I like it because it's more independent. You know, a teacher doesn't have to be with them every step of the way to create a story or to create a picture. They can do that independently. So to actually, um, on the pick wrap framework, I selected that it was um, creative and what was it? Creative and um, what is that? Transforms. Was it? Transform. Yes. Yes, because it's students are creating and then they're also not doing it in a traditional way or a traditional setting. And it's more independent and student based learning, which mm -hmm. I really enjoy. And then on the SAMR platform, I chose um, augmented and what was the other one? Or was it augmented and is transforms on the ASMR? No, I think it was just augmentation. Oh yeah, I think it's just augmentation. Yes, you're right. Thanks, Taylor. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> it's okay, because I think ours were a little similar in that way. Mm -hmm, definitely. Yeah, I think it's just, I'm pro expression in the classroom because direct based learning is primarily what goes on in elementary class, in elementary level classes, direct based learning. Um, but I feel like as much opportunity as you can, like give students, giving students as much opportunity as they can to find it on their own and do things on their own and get there on the, at their own pace is the best way for them to be excited and motivated to learn. Mm -hmm. And I think that actually is kind of the point of both of our apps was to get students excited about reading and creating stories and learning because they get to be in charge of it themselves. They get to choose what they do with it. Yeah, that's totally true. Um, and then that remained me. Um, I wanted to read about a review from an actual teacher um, because she talked about the app in a different way that I didn't even think you could talk about or use the app. Um, but it's from Emily S. And she's a teacher at Holly Hills Elementary School in Denver, Colorado. Um, and she said that the app is a great platform for young learners to use with digital storytelling and students can record a screencast while they animate stickers and record their voice and draw in color in this app. Um, and then she said that she used this app to actually create commercials for word chunks. Um, and she said, for example, the letter Y can make different sounds in a word. And she recorded herself saying the letter Y in different ways, or the letter E can sound different in different words. And she actually used this app to present to her students in an easy way um language learning which I thought was amazing um and that was on um I found that review on common sense um and common sense actually rated the app a four out of five um for engagement and then a three that's what I used was common sense common sense is such a good one yes to understand um but then I looked and then also I was surprised Google didn't even review this app and I was like oh what so I don't think this app is that well known among teachers 
it it really should be though it sounds very interesting you're almost like convincing me to download it myself (laughs) yeah do you have nieces and nephews or anything Um, no but I do have young cousins um on my mom's side and especially when he actually he is about four mm -hmm. but he has some autism a little bit and he has some seizures that he had when he was a baby and so it really really slowed down his development and he probably won't be able to use this app yet mm-hmm. but I feel like he because he loves his iPad he does stuff on his iPad all the time he does ABC mouse and all this weird stuff on his iPad but I feel like that would be something really good for him to use because he could create his own little pictures and stories on in his personal space because he because he's a little autistic he likes being t- with himself in his iPad in his personal space And that would actually be really helpful for him, probably. Yeah, for sure. I just love the adaptability that apps and technology creates. And I think it's really, I think it's such a blessing that technology is a thing in the classroom now and that it's associated in the classroom and so important because students who do have autism and special needs, like they can't be focused in the same way all the time. Mm -hmm. And they require different attention. And I feel like just having them separate with technology still involves them in the lesson, but in a way that they'd more enjoy than just be sitting in the classroom, listening to a teacher talk to all of them and make them all do the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I really, yeah, I loved this to be able to find a new app. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed looking at all these apps. They were really interesting just because like, I definitely will use some of these as a teacher and I hope to use some of these as a teacher just to like create this exciting environment for my students because they really do remember the teachers that have all these fun activities that encourage learning for sure. Yeah, there's definitely teachers names you remember um, that you enjoyed the most in elementary school. I still remember like my favorite teacher, Miss Foster, you know, my kindergarten teacher, but then there's some teachers I just don't remember mm-hmm. at all. But I think, yeah, these apps for sure can encourage participation in the classroom. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Valerie. Oh, yes. Thank you, Taylor. And thanks for listening to our podcast today, y'all. Yeah. Bye, guys. <laughs>